0: Welcome to Revealing Jesus! Are you hungry to learn more about our beautiful Savior Jesus? I am your host, Christina Pereira, lover of Jesus, apostolic leader, licensed and ordained minister, author, podcaster, and kingdom party planner. Did you know that the Bible declares that grace and peace are multiplied to us in the knowledge of Jesus? And that simply means the more we learn about our beautiful Savior, the more we will experience all he died to give us. Join me for all things the King and His Kingdom, including revelatory teaching, interviews with fivefold ministers, media leaders, authors, and more. Come discover the beauty of God displayed all across the body of Christ. Together, we are revealing more of Jesus to a hurting world today.
1: There is the spiritual realm of heaven And there's the spiritual realm of darkness. This is why it's important that we, like the scripture says, watch and pray. Pay attention to the information coming to us and understanding the dreams that we dream.
0: But before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to our Christina Prayer Ministry sponsors who help support the mission to unite the body of Christ and fulfill the Great Commission with love. A big shout-out to go for ministries who provides all of our equipment for our gospel events, Davis Financial Services, who does all of our financial accounting, Harvest Family Network, through which I am licensed and ordained, and Life-Changing Productions, who helps put together evangelistic events to reach our city for Jesus. If you or your organization are interested in becoming a CPM sponsor, You can find out more information on our website at org. Do you have a loved one special occasion coming up and don't know what to get them? Well, now you can sponsor an episode of Revealing Jesus in their name. And you can give them a special dedication message read on air. It makes a great gift. To find out more information, just go to org slash podcast. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so excited to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in heaven. I've got a great show for you today. I have an amazing leader in the body of Christ with me today. She is the founder and apostle of Global Outreach Ministries and Training Center and Global Leadership University. And she is the author of the new book, Encountering the Living God, Unlocking the Supernatural Realm of Heaven. I have with me here today, Dr. Venner Alston. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for hosting me today. And I'm excited about our kingdom conversation that we're going to have today. Thank you so
0: much. Oh, uh, well thank you. This was had to be like a couple of years ago. I had you on the podcast before and I just remembered you being just a powerhouse <laughs> woman of God and I said, I absolutely want her again. Yes, Jesus, let's bring her back.
1: <laughs> thank you so much.
0: You're so welcome. Well, I have loved reading through your new book and I've told our listeners a lot about you, but Before we get started, since this is Revealing Jesus, I wanted to ask you how you met our beautiful Savior, Jesus.
1: My story, I think all of our story, uh, our come to Jesus story, I think it's always amazing. Uh, For me, I was in a place with some other people and the phone rang. No one seemed to hear the phone ringing, but I did. And I answered it and the person on the other end was looking for someone that did not live in that home. And I said that and I walked away from the phone and within a few moments it rang again and it was the same person. And so I've always been, had a uh, strength of voice, if you will. And I said, I told you, they don't live here. And I hung the phone up. Well, the third time they called again. And I picked up the phone and they said, I know the person I'm looking for doesn't live there, but I will talk to you. And he started sharing the message of the gospel with me. He started sharing Jesus. And for me, hearing those words, even though in our home, we went to church every Sunday, I was in a more of a religious paradigm. We had been baptized in water, but it had no meaning for me. I had gone through the rituals, but I had not met Jesus. And in that moment, in that conversation, I knew that that is what I needed, who I needed. And I surrendered to Jesus on the phone. I made the prayer of repentance. I received Jesus into my heart that day. And I have been living for Jesus since that time.
0: Wow, that is an amazing testimony. Talk about a divine appointment. I'm so glad you didn't refuse to answer the phone.
1: (laughs) Me too. And what is even incredible, the second part of this incredible encounter is that two years later, the person on the phone, I married him. I married him and our marriage had longevity until he went to be with the Lord. Wow. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so he got a convert and a wife and one phone call. He did.
1: And for him, it was just a convert. You know, we didn't date each other or anything. He was really a father, like a father in faith to me. He took responsibility for me in that way, paid attention to my relationships and encouraged me to always show up at the services and all of that. And so we had no romantic interest at all until God said, that's him and said to him, that's her.
0: Wow. That's amazing. Wow. Talk about praying for your future spouse.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yes. That is incredible. So that was my come to Jesus moment. And it is a moment in my life that I have never, ever regretted. And Mm -hmm. I just remember what that felt like for Jesus to just fill my heart with such love and such mercy And such joy. It was an incredible, incredible encounter.
0: Mm, I love that so much. You know, it's so amazing. The reason why we share testimonies on revealing Jesus is because all of our encounters with Jesus are so different and they're so unique and they're so tailor-made to us Mm
1: -hmm. and how
0: he wants to relate to us. And when we come together and we share all of these things, we are revealing this beautiful picture of Jesus. In all of his glory and his majesty and his wisdom. And I think it's amazing. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. You're
1: welcome.
0: Yeah. Well, I have loved reading through your new book, Encountering the Living God, Unlocking the Supernatural Realm of Heaven. Obviously, I'm one of those believers. So I'm excited. I think we're going to have some fun today. I'm so so nice. first, I felt like let's give some people some biblical reasons why they are created To encounter the living God. Can you lay some of those out for us? The
1: primary scripture that I will give us is Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 through 28, where the word of God says, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. We are unique in that we were designed for fellowship with God and with each other. And so that image, body, soul, and spirit, we are able then to commune with him. And we see this with Adam in the garden. The Bible says that God would come down in the cool of the day and he would fellowship, commune with Adam. Adam would encounter God. So if we understand it, looking at principle of first things, we see Adam having encounters uh, with God, then that says to us, the way that Adam was constructed, we are also constructed and we have the same, I don't like the word access, we have the same construct to mm-hmm. be able to commune with God on that supernatural level.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, we were created, absolutely, to do it. Mm
1: -hmm. And I
0: love that you mentioned the law first mentioned in the Bible. And that basically means that whenever anything is mentioned for the first time in the Bible, it has such spiritual significance. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned communing with God. And we are created for that. I think so many of uh, my generation, I'm a millennial, but uh, so many of my generation, I believe, have fallen away From church because they're after a living, breathing experience with the living, loving Savior. And I'm so thankful that we have just that.
1: Yes, we do. We do. You know, I think that when I think about encounters, they can be so different. There are moments that we encounter Him and we don't always recognize Mm -hmm. that it's a moment of an encounter. And for me, I don't limit these experiences to believers. I believe that unbelievers can have encounters with Jesus. If they didn't, they would never come to him. Mm -hmm. So we see this with Saul of Tarsus in the book of Acts, that he's on his way, he's traveling down Damascus Road, he's on his way to kill Christians, Mm -hmm. and he encounters the living Jesus. Now, those encounters may not be the same as it is for believers that are living in fellowship with him, but I believe an encounter with Jesus is one of the first encounters that we have, and there is a response of surrender that must come from us to God.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, a fellow pastor, and I were just talking about this earlier this week, this concept of uh, predestination. And we were talking about how the Lord knows who will choose him, who will say yes to him. And so we were talking about, you know, our belief and that the scripture says those he predestined, he called, those he called, he justified, those he justified, he glorified. And so God knows who is going to choose him. And he absolutely reserves the right to reveal himself whenever, however, should he ever do so to anybody. And absolutely. that's his right because he's king. Mm-hmm. So good. Well, let's talk about, I know there's so many different ways that we can encounter God. Let's give people some framework. Let's talk about some types of encounters.
1: So I just mentioned a type of encounter, which I like to call salvation encounters. Those moments that we encounter the living Jesus is not. I believe that there are protection encounters, and maybe I'll give us a little bit of a definition. Uh, I define encounters as those moments where uh, the realm of the unseen invades the realm of the seen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It is those it. moments that God pulls back the veil of separation, and we see things in that dimension that we would not have otherwise seen we would not have otherwise known. Uh, The scripture talks to us about even when we encounter strangers, be careful how you entreat strangers because many have entertained angels unaware. And so I believe that so we can have angelic encounters, we can have dream encounters. I've had dream encounters that are not just my Garden variety, dreams, some revelation coming to me. I have had dreams that for a moment I've had to try to figure out where am I because it's been that real to me. I've had vision encounters where it is so visual. It's almost like an extreme overload Mm -hmm. of kingdom data, if you will, that's being downloaded into us. There are healing encounters. So there are encounters in the word, you know, that we're reading something in scripture and all of a sudden, not only do we understand something that we had read maybe multiple times, but it comes alive in such a way that it's like we experience the breath of God coming right off the pages of scripture into us. And all of the imagery that comes with it. So those are some types. We know the Ezekiel types where he says he was the spirit of God. He was caught up. He was taken up by a lock of his hair and suspended between heaven and earth and shown things. So we see that. We see what is one of my favorites, Revelation 4 and 1. And if you read Revelation 1, John was already in the spirit. He was <laughs> praying and all of a sudden he's in an encounter, right? He's in the midst of an encounter. He's shown things about the churches. And then Revelation 4, it what is said to him, come up here. I have things to show you. Amen. So he was already in the spirit, but yet he wasn't at that level that the next thing that God wanted to show him that he could see it not until he ascended and went through the door. And this is the year of the door, right? This is the year of the open door.
0: Yes, that's so good. And, you know, it's amazing to me because um, I love the way that God communicates. He has created us to be uh, sensory beings. Uh, We see, we hear, we smell, we taste, we touch, uh, we experience. And I'm so thankful because of what Jesus has done We now exist in him and he exists in us. And so we have access through his spirit to those higher realms and those higher places. And we don't get encounters with God to make us more spiritual than other people, but it's to teach us things, to show us things, to communicate things that we would have not understood otherwise.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's one of my favorite ways of defining that. Encounters, it doesn't give us bragging rights. I had this amazing encounter. It is that God desiring to reveal something to us that brings a level of conviction, not condemnation, conviction. We know something beyond a shadow of a doubt. We know something that may be. We knew it, but once we have an encounter that speaks to that issue, we know it in a way that we didn't before. God is always desiring to reveal himself to us that Paul says it too, right? that I might know him mm-hmm. God wants He wants us to know. Him. The Spirit of God is so desiring to reveal heavenly things to us that we might be more effective in the kingdom mandate that we have been assigned to carry in the earth, that we might know Him. Not seeing just for the sake of seeing, not hearing for the sake of hearing. It solidifies our foundation in a certain way that. That moment, we never, ever lose it. It Mm -hmm. becomes part of us. When we talk about doors being opened to us, when God opens those doors, he never closes them. He never closes them. We get under so much condemnation and shame and all of that. The invitation of the Lord is come. Mm -hmm. The river of his love flows to us and Mm -hmm. never From us. Yeah. And counters are an expression of all of that.
0: Mm -hmm. That's so good. Absolutely. I'm so thankful that because of Jesus, we live under an open heaven. It doesn't shut, just like you said. And I love that uh, Jesus himself says, There's so many things that I long to say to you, but you're not yet able to bear it. But when I go, the Helper will come. The Holy Spirit was who he was referring to, and he will lead you into all truth. Yes. And so I'm so deeply thankful. And so, you know, we have this beautiful picture of Jesus in the Bible. We have the Old Testament, the Law and the Prophets all testifying to the Messiah. We have the New Testament, uh, Jesus's life and ministry here on the earth. And then we have the Holy Spirit given at Pentecost, who's now revealing more of what that risen, resurrected Christ is still speaking today, Mm -hmm. which is amazing. Mm -hmm. So let's give people some guardrails to uh, help them know that the encounters that they're having are truly uh, spiritual and supernatural encounters with God. Can you give them some of those?
1: One of the things that I would say is first and foremost to examine that encounter from the perspective of what is it leading me to? What is this leading me to? Because I believe that encounters lead us to Jesus. I believe that it leads us to the will of the Father. The second thing that I would say to people is to interpret encounters the same way that we interpret dreams. And I believe that dream interpretation, there are are incredible uh, materials out there. Godly men and women have written incredible tools that can help us to navigate uh, through that understanding the messages that God is sending us in our dreams, but we also need to take an encounter and get into the scripture and interpret those encounters through the lens of scripture. How does this event, this spiritual event that has just happened in my life, how does it agree with the lens of scripture? Does it honor God? Does it glorify Jesus? Uh, And if the answers to that are no, then that encounter, that experience must be rejected.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really good. And I love that you pointed them back to scripture because really that's our biggest guardrail. So in scripture, we see the character of Jesus. We see um, the character of our father. We see the nature of the Holy Spirit. And so I I love that. Oftentimes, it's hard for people to go out there and find resources, biblical resources for unlocking your dreams. But there's one particular resource that I know of, and it's called Unlocking Your Dreams. It's a biblical dream guide. And so it's difficult out there because there are so many new age. You know, the enemy knows that there's power in it, and he tries to pervert it. And can you talk about that a little bit? Are you a new believer in Jesus and don't know where to start? First, let me say welcome to the family of God. It's so important to anchor yourself in the gospel and the finished work of Jesus. This powerful workbook includes foundational gospel truths to anchor your heart in new covenant reality and interactive journaling prompts to begin your relationship with Jesus. This workbook includes teaching based on the word of God. It will help you understand precisely why you need a Savior, what Jesus has done for you, your new creation life in Him, and how to have a relationship with Him. Journal through the pages to dive deep into the heart of God for you as His child and increase your faith as you learn about our beautiful Savior. Be sure to pick up a copy of New Believer Workbook, Foundational Gospel Truths to begin your relationship with Christ Jesus today. Links in the show notes, or you can pick up a copy at Amazon or ChristinaPereira.org slash store.
1: You know, he does. So to answer that, let me preface it this way. When we talk about the spiritual realm, there is the spiritual realm of heaven, and there is the spiritual realm of darkness. This is why it's important that we, like the scripture says, watch and pray, pay attention to the information coming to us. And understanding the dreams that we dream. I like that you mentioned the resource that you mentioned. If I might, I will add another dream symbology, A to Z. And that's written by Barbie Breathitt. This is someone I know her personally, I know her walk with Jesus. And she has created some of the most amazing dream interpretation tools that I have ever used. And I have a lot of tools. And so, When we talk about our dreams, again, it's the same thing. One of the things that I say to people, and I try to do this in my own life every night, when I'm asleep and I'm dreaming, I try to treat that as I'm watching a movie. Mm -hmm. And in my conscious mind, I ask questions. What is that? Why am I seeing that? What do you want me to know? And when I can tell that dream did not come from the realm of heaven. I literally, in my spirit mind, which never sleeps, right,
0: I shut that down. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that's so good. I think it, it's good to um, ask questions. And I've just found in my own walk, when I'm either having an experience with God, he'll often speak in ways um, that uh, visual images uh, analogies, symbolism, things like that, ways that we can understand. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you can always ask him, what are you trying to say? And I'll just say, sometimes I'll just be like, Holy Spirit, I don't get it. You're going to have to help me.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and I do too. I'll say to God, I'm being remedial today. Can you bring that back to me in a way that's more simple, in a way that I can really understand it? And you and I do that because one thing we know God wants us to know. Yes, absolutely. He wants us to know.
0: Do you ever have that experience like that you can tell that there's something else on something that you're not understanding? And I'll just be like, there's something on here. I don't get it. So I just keep chewing it in my mind. I'll just keep going over it. And I just want to say the Lord is so faithful. He will orchestrate your life to help you understand those things and put pieces of puzzles together. I love that he loves to play games. (laughs) If I can say it in the most childlike way that I can. But yes. He hides it
1: in symbolic language, right? And the whole intent is that we might pursue him for understanding. So if he just laid out the drain, here it is. This is the meaning. Our pursuit might be a little different. But in that language that sometimes is unique to us, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. be unique to us. It creates a pursuit in us that we start to seek after God and we're walking with it and we're praying over it and we're meditating it and we're talking to God. And this is absolutely what he is wanting.
0: Mm-hmm. And if I might add, it's a sheer delight. And that's his intention. You know, when we're talking about the things of the spirit, this is not a religious thing. This is a, a delight of relationship. Mm -hmm. And I'm so thankful that that is who he is. Mm -hmm. You know, he longs to engage with us on the dynamic of relationship. Yes. And it's always an invitation to come and feast and learn. And I've found in my walk with him, there's always more. And he's always speaking. And it's just amazing. So he's there.
1: (laughs) Amen. Amen.
0: Well, this has been so fun since we're talking about all of these encounters. Is there an encounter coming up on your heart that you'd like to share with our listeners today? I'd like
1: to share the encounter that precipitated this book. Hmm. I've had encounters as a young believer. I would see things, I would hear things, and I didn't have any language for it. Thank God that we've come so far and have so far to go in the prophetic and understanding these supernatural moments. But what precipitated this particular book is an encounter. I was in a service and the speaker actually just said, would you come? I want to pray for you. And as I walked a few steps to the front, I heard the Lord say, take off your shoes. Mm. And I slipped out, out of my shoes. And the scripture with Moses in Exodus, take off your shoes, the ground that you stand, on his holy ground. And so I knew that it was that moment. And when they began, it was a prophetic moment. They began to prophesy over me and touch me. When they touched me, I just dropped. I'm not one of those people that falls out everywhere, always on the floor. That's not who I am. But I dropped to the floor and I was not just kneeling, I was face down and face to the floor. I'm going to tell you in just a few moments something that spanned two and a half to three hours. Wow. That I was in this place. That I could not get out. A multitude of things was happening. God was delivering me. There was this deep weeping of travail that was emanating out of me. And I'm like, oh God, what is this? I've had encounters. This is really different. Than most encounters that I've had and the the Lord, there were moments that he was speaking and there were moments that he was silent and the spirit of God was doing such a deep work on the inside of me. Mm-hmm. My body from head to toe just shook. And anytime I attempted to get up off that floor, I just couldn't do it. And uh, I'm like, okay, okay. And I just stayed in that place with God. Well, as time progresses, I look and I could see a door. And I'm looking at it and I hear the Lord say, Revelation 4.1, this door is open and this will be a place that you will need to access frequently. Mm-hmm. And there were some other things that he told me concerning that. And I'm like, okay. And so I couldn't stop weeping. I couldn't stop shaking because this is what happens when the presence of the Lord draws so near to us. When Jesus comes, it's that reverential awe and fear of the Lord that comes upon us. And as I just moved in this experience with him at some point, you know, people could help me get up from the floor and I just sat on a chair and I hadn't opened my eyes in all of that time. And when I finally did, I looked around the room and I wondered where was I in the room? This was a room that I had been in hundreds, if not thousands of times. Mm -hmm. And yet I could not locate myself in the room. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: after some more time passed, I looked around again and there were people sitting near me But in reality, they looked like they were two inches tall to me. Wow. And I became aware that I couldn't feel the chair that I was sitting on. And I knew that God had taken me up somewhere with him. (laughs) That although my body was in that room, my spirit man had been with him. And it's encounters, change us mm-hmm. in such incredible ways that, like I said, there's conviction. We know something that we didn't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are positioned in a way that we weren't prior to that. Heaven has invaded us in such a way that what I noticed for me, I didn't want to talk. I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to be in that moment Mm -hmm. and that was a weighty kavod moment Mm -hmm. that heaven opens and the power and the presence of God drops on us pulls us in in a way that Mm -hmm. we lose sight of everything and everybody around us it's just us and him
0: I love that so much. And you know, the most amazing thing is we get to live a life of that. There's so many more encounters for you and for me that we haven't even experienced yet. And for our listeners out there, it is for you, and uh, He is for you. And I I feel like I, I need to share this encounter as well. I was praying about, you know, what to do here today, and I felt like this is what the Lord said to share some encounters. And so this was years ago, years ago, and I think I had just started the ministry and I was in my living room worshiping, as always, and uh, I was just worshiping with the Lord and I saw him in a vision and I saw the risen, resurrected Christ in a vision and the fear of the Lord was so profound Mm -hmm. in this moment. And literally everything in me wanted to fall to my knees. But it was like he willed me to stand. Yeah. And I'm absolutely convinced that had he not willed me, I would have just fallen flat on my face. Yeah. And so he pulls me close to him. And you know how John says in the book of Revelation that there's fire in his eyes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I could see his entire body was like a furnace like starting in his belly and I could just see the tips of the flames in his eyes that was all you could see flashing and as he was breathing the Shekinah glory just flooded out of his nostrils Mm -hmm. and as he was breathing the Bible says that the train of his robe fills the temple and the Shekinah glory pouring out of his nostrils was like the train of his robe. And as he pulled me closer, it just became this like, it just pooled at our feet. Mm-hmm. And he didn't say anything to me, but he just held me so close face to face. And every time, even telling you it now, I step back into it. And right. it's so real and you can feel it. Yeah, And so I want to encourage listeners, if you have these encounters, and you know that the God is still speaking to you through it. You can step back into it anytime you want. Yeah. Isn't that amazing?
1: It is absolutely, absolutely amazing. I mean, because this is the desire of God. Yeah. He doesn't want to remain a mystery to us.
0: Yeah. Jesus
1: doesn't want us to be a mystery that we might know him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he comes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he comes in unexpected moments. Yeah. Sometimes he comes in unexpected ways. They're biblical. It's him. It's not always the way that we thought he might come, Mm -hmm. but it does. And you are so right when you talk about these profound moments, when we express them to someone else or we think about them, it's like we are back in that moment. Mm -hmm. You're right there. It's so real. It never leaves us. And that's the intent.
0: That's amazing. Isn't he amazing?
1: Absolutely amazing.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, this has been so incredibly fun. Is there anything burning on your heart you'd like to say directly to our listeners before we go?
1: You know, since we've been talking, I've been thinking about people that are really struggling to know who they are in him, to know Uh, their call, the purpose for which God created them. Why? Why is the hand of the Lord on you? And what is it upon you to do? I want to encourage you and I want to pray for you that you will experience a destiny encounter. Mm -hmm. This is what happened with Apostle Paul, that in that moment, it was a destiny encounter. And he understood that what he was doing was not what God had purposed him for. Destiny encounters. I'm sure you've had them. I've had them where I've heard God's voice like thunder speaking to me. I've heard those moments and I'm going to pray for you that you will encounter the living Jesus in the same way that everything around you Will stop momentarily and God will capture you in such a way that He will have your full attention and you will know that you know who you are in Him and what you have been called to do. I pray for every listener that will hear this time, hear this interview, be in this moment with us. I pray. That the scales will fall from your eyes, and you will see. I decree that in the same way that John saw him in revelation, that you will see him. In the same way that Isaiah saw him, you will see him, that he will commune with you, you will hear his voice in such a clear way that you will know. That you know not only who you are in Him, but the exact reason that you were purposed. I pray that for you now. I activate faith in you to believe that you can encounter the living God, not just once, but you will live through every encounter that He has planned for you beginning today. I speak that over you. In Jesus' amazing name, amen.
0: Amen. Thank you so much for that. You know, I try to make these shows as encountering as possible, and I'm thank so you. thankful for that. Thank you.
1: Thank, thank you. You're welcome.
0: Well, thank you so much for being here with me today. This has been so fun. For me, too. Good. Good. Well, I hope and I pray today's episode has blessed you. I will have links from today's podcast and show notes and resources uh, wherever you get your podcasts under Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. There you'll find additional resources to connect with us and our special guest, Dr. Venner Olson. And don't forget to pick up a copy of her new book, Encountering the Living God, Unlocking the Supernatural Realm of Heaven. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless. Beloved, Let me introduce you to my king. He is altogether lovely. No matter which way you turn him, he is perfection personified. He is velvet and steel. He is meekness and majesty. He is glory and humility. He is kindness and strength. He is altogether lovely. And he is my king. And he can be yours as well. All day long, he holds his hand that you might take, that you might turn one step, one grasp, one yes, one breath away from the arms of your loving Savior. Beloved, if you hear him calling today, do not harden your heart. The Bible declares that not one of us is guaranteed another moment upon this earth. So pray this prayer with me today and run into the arms of the one who loves you, who knows you best. Father, I ask you to forgive me For all of my sin, for all of the places that I have fallen short, God, of your glorious standard, I ask you now to send your Son into my heart, to be the forgiveness of my sin, to be my redemption, to be my righteousness, to be my holiness, to be my sanctification. I ask you to forgive me, to cleanse me, to fill me with your Spirit, your power, your glory that I might bring glory to your name, Father. I thank you that I receive all of this by faith in the Son of God who loved me and who gave himself up for me. I thank you that I am now a child of God, fully forgiven, fully righteous, fully holy in your eyes. And I ask you to help me walk out this life in a way that pleases and honors you, Father. I thank you, Jesus, for all that you've done. I thank you for your love, for your kindness, for your great joy in saving me. And I thank you, Father, and I thank you, Holy Spirit. And I pray all of these things in your beautiful Son's name. Amen. If you've just prayed that prayer for the first time, I want to congratulate you. You are now a child of God and all things are now yours. Keep listening to Revealing Jesus. Find a good Bible translation that makes sense to you. And keep hearing about our beautiful Savior Jesus. Please let us know we want to continue to pray for you. And we want to send you a free PDF copy of our New Believer Workbook. Just go to ChristinaPereira.org slash welcome home. Enter your email address and we will be happy to send this free gift and continue to pray for your journey. God bless. Sincerely hope and pray today's episode has blessed you. Now it's your turn to continue the conversation. We are all evangelists of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Like this episode, rate it, share it with a friend. If it's impacted your life, let them know that you want it to do the same and theirs. Help spread the word of the good news of Jesus. Subscribe to the mailing list and get episodes, articles, downloads, and more sent right to you. Link and share notes or just text Jesus to one 815 7778 Again, that's Jesus, one 815 7778 We would love to connect with you on social media. You can find us at Christina Prayer Ministries on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless.